just living in the moment of being positive and there's like people called haters. No, 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 no. Cindy, Cindy, one more thing. And we give them positivity. Welcome back to episode seven of the Me and Mariah podcast. If you're new, I'm Taylor and I'm here with Blake, my lesbian sidekick. Hi. Today the girls are fighting and we'll be recapping all of Mariah's most memorable feuds. Oh, and we're picking sides, mama. <laughs> and we want to know what side you're on, too, so that we know what kind of listeners we've got coming through this podcast, right? Yeah, we might judge you. I know, I know. It's hard to believe that anyone would have anything negative to say about Mariah Carey, her being flawless and the epitome of perfection and all. Yet somehow, over the 30-plus years she's been dipping and doing, she's picked up several haters on her way. Yeah, that's mostly what I've seen about her, honestly, before <laughs> really diving into her world. Well, we can start with someone that we've unfortunately talked quite a bit about on this podcast. Stella. She evil music, okay? She brings with her a witchery book on voodoo spells, okay? I've had to, like, ruin people's machines. Well, Stella and Mariah, as we saw on the wonderful docuseries, were... BFFs. Stella said Mariah was more than just a client. She was her sister wife, and I'm not sure what that means. Is that like those Mormon gals who spend their lives all sucking the same dick? Yeah, I mean, I told you I got single white female vibes from her. She wanted to be a little too close to Mariah, maybe. Well, their falling out occurred when Stella's cousin, who I think we saw in the background of Mariah's world, whatever, not important, she went to one of Mariah's shows without Stella there and told Mariah that Stella had been stealing her money. Oh, Wow. I know. Who would have thought? (laughs) Well, Mariah fired Stella a couple weeks after that, and then the lawsuits began. At first, they tried to pretend like everything was cool, saying it was like a mutual decision to part ways. Well, then Stella goes and files a sexual harassment lawsuit against our Mimi, saying that she was naked in front of her all the time. That doesn't make any sense. I swear I've seen a video on TMZ of Stella and Mariah in a car, and Stella pulls down the top of Mariah's dress like she's going to pop one of her titties out. Oh. I hope someone else remembers that because I didn't look for it before we recorded this. (laughs) I was busy. But, okay, not only did she say that she was naked all the time, but she also said that she was addicted to pills and weed and alcohol. Hmm. Is that exaggerated? Probably. But does Mariah take a couple pills, smoke a lot of weed, and drink a lot of wine? Also, probably. (laughs) Is that a reason to hate? No. I don't think so. She also said Mariah wasn't paying her and Mariah's people. Her people? I don't know who that is, but her people. Mm -hmm. They made a statement about it, and let me read it to you. Stella was terminated as Mariah's manager due to failure to perform her job effectively and ill-serving her client. She has been spreading false rumors to any media outlet that will publish them. We won't respond to lies and threats. Oh, shit. Are we Team Mariah on this one already, or what? I mean, let's get into the other assistant, though, Liana, because she sued her and Stella for basically the same thing. She said that Stella peed on her. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) To be a fly on that wall. This is getting so bizarre. And you know it's true. I... I just I don't when when would that have happened? Like I know what's the scenario? Were they naked? I picture them like by the pool or for some reason. That's what I thought. Okay, that's what I'm like. The only way is like a drunk hot tub moment. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. But she said Mariah was there and watched. Kinky. I know enough about pee though. This isn't an R. (laughs) R. Kelly podcast, although we are trapped in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we all know about Stella, but who else has Mariah fought with through the years? Well, right out of the gate when Vision of Love came out, people were comparing Mariah to Whitney Houston. Mm -hmm. 
Well, Whitney said she didn't know Mariah enough to have a rivalry, and Mariah didn't know her enough. But that's just what we do with new artists, you know? We gotta lump them into the next somebody, you know? What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. One of the big reasons for the comparison is actually because Sony made Mariah work with the guy who had produced some of Whitney's biggest hits at that point. He did I Wanna Dance With Somebody. He did So Emotional. That's my favorite one. And he did Where Do Broken Hearts Go? So obviously the record company was trying to like secure Mariah a hit, even though she had three number ones chilling on her demo tape from when she was like 16. <laughs> but that's besides the point. She got I Don't Wanna Cry out of the deal, which did end up being her fourth number one. And this may have something to do with why she doesn't really care for that song. Until she started doing her Vegas stuff, she never performed that song. And I love her live performance of that. Mariah is Mariah, uh -huh. and that's what she should be known for, uh -huh. for her work uh -huh. and not for being compared or sounding like me. Uh -huh. You know, I don't really hear it. You know, there, there are a few inflections, you know, inflections mean, uh -huh. you know, oh, yeah, you know, that's in, you know, that's runs and inflection. So she does a little bit of that. I think she and I probably have the same tones, you know, in some areas, but I don't think that she sounds like me, nor do I sound like her. The feud rumors were finally kaput when, in 1998, Mariah and Whitney did their duet for the Prince of Egypt movie. Do you remember that? No. What kind of child were you? Not a <laughs> Christian. <laughs> well, actually, they were both tricked into doing the song. One was told that the other already agreed, and the other was told that, you know, so that they would both be like, okay, we'll do it. They did refer to each other as friends, but I don't know how close they actually were. I know that they both said that they had lots of fun being together, and they did give us several moments. It's like going on Oprah together. When we got together, it was like magic. We yeah. clicked, we talked, we laughed like old girlfriends. We really? You really? If you talk to she and I in the morning, we sound like men. Yeah, we do. How are you doing, Mariah? That okay, is true. Very <laughs> funny. And performing at the Oscars, the song won an award. So Mariah's an Oscar winner. They made magic together. Well, yeah, and that's the night that Joan Rivers told Mariah she was fat. <gasps> yeah, she said, you put on some weight or something like that. Oh on the red carpet. Mariah was wearing this like white dress. You don't wear white when you feel when you feel bloated. I'm sure she looked fine. Whatever. She looked great. <laughs> Anyways, um, another moment was when they were on the VMAs together. That was a real one. So they walk out to present best male video. Will Smith won. I don't know what song, but you know. I love that song of his with Lil Kim, Da Butta. Kinda butter, baby. Smooth and hot. <laughs> the butter, baby. I don't know any Will Smith songs. Anyways. <laughs> this is a Mariah podcast. Yeah. So they come out wearing the same brown dress, but have no fear. Our divas came prepared. And bam, Mariah yanks the bottom of her dress off to reveal a leg moment. And then pow, there goes Whitney. Hers was less sexy. It was more like a mullet dress. Like the short in the front, <laughs> the long in the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what that's called? Yeah. Spring, summer. <laughs> <laughs> Joggers. Anyways, so at the end of the day, this was like an industry pinning one against another. So can we really choose sides if they weren't even really fighting? I don't think so. I think we're neutral on this one, right? I agree. Yeah. I'm glad they made up, ultimately, if there was anything there. Her brother mentioned one time that she had told him about a time that she was hanging with Whitney and that Whitney was smoking out of one of her <gasps> lollipop bling sets, if you know what I mean. Try it on! Mariah didn't let what happened with Whitney stop her from being on the other side of that same coin when Ariana comparisons started happening. You know, Miss Grande. This is the one I know the most about, I think. 
I guess it's different in the sense that, like, Whitney had only just started also when Mariah came out. Like, they were only a couple years apart. But Ariani, on the other hand, she came out when Mariah was, like, 25 years into the career. So, and she did a cover of Emotions on YouTube, and everyone started comparing the two. I didn't like that cover, and I still don't. It's the marbles in the mouth for me. (laughs) You know? You'll have to listen to it, but it's clear that Arianka has followed some of, you know, Mariah's formula. Like, look at the color scheme of Sweetener. That's Butterfly Baby. That's interesting. I didn't even know it came down to, like, visuals, not just the vocals. I wish everybody all the best of luck. And if this is a career path they choose, hope that they can achieve longevity. Yeah, and I mean, from Mariah's point, it's got to sting. Because here you are still doing your thing, and then you've got someone out there being called the new you. Like... That's why the embrace took a few, you know, years. Yeah. <laughs> Mariah's the supreme. She's not giving her powers up that easy. Yeah. Jay-Z always says, don't compare me to nobody. I'm offended. Just say a lot of things I agree with. So at one point, Ariana started, like, refusing to answer questions related to Mariah. She stopped talking about being influenced by her in, like, hopes that the comparisons would stop. <laughs> but now they're cool. Mariah had her in her Christmas special last year. They did a duet. Unless, what's the word when there's three? A trio. Jenna, okay. Well, they did a trio. Okay. Is that... I think I texted you about that. I was like, I thought they hated each other. Yep. Well, COVID did a lot of things to society. Yeah. Some things we don't appreciate. But you know what? <laughs> we're all living through it and we're all here. They hit that like little whistle note together on mm-hmm. that song, on that cover. It's very symbolic of like... See, we're embracing each other. But you know what? They could have thrown... You know Jennifer Hudson can hit that note, too. She's a screamer. Yeah, true. So they could have all three done it, but it was calculated for it to be, you know... Just it, them two. Yeah, it was like sharing the torch. Not passing it, but we're sharing it. Like, our, we're... See, we're both holding it together. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. And we've seen all the memes, like, when you order it online versus when it <laughs> arrives. Mariah being what you ordered. Ariani, you know, showing up and being what the fuck is this? Like, what you're disappointed with receiving. (laughs) I think there's a lot of crossover between Ariana Grande fans and Mariah Carey fans. Like, I know a few gays, personally, that love them both. Like, how do you like two people that don't like each other? I don't. But, like, you know a few people, too. Yeah, I don't don't get it. You have to decide between them? I mean, my thing with this one in... Specifically, Ariana Grande, all of her songs are the same song. So I don't see why anybody would like that. It's the same song over and over and over and over. So with Mariah, you get a plethora of sounds. Okay, so to you it's unmatched. Yeah. I I just wonder if this is a sore spot. This feud might be a sore spot for a lot of people. Well, good. We're (laughs) going to pick that scab, baby. (laughs) Well, what was I talking about? Um, I was talking about memes. Yes. you, You were saying what you order versus what you get. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where Demi Lovato comes into play because she, like, tried to be a social justice keyboard warrior for Ariana Grande. Like, she fucking needs that. And tried to say that Mariah is rude and, like, basically that her talent is wasted because she's so rude to Ariana and J-Lo. In an Instagram comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the meme of when you order it versus when it arrives. Okay, okay. And, you know, we all know how Mariah responded with that. I don't know her either. Uh, I don't get it with these girls. I mean, what's in the Kool-Aid? Because keep it away from me. It's just like how Miley Cyrus said that people only like Mariah because of the image and the divaness. Where people like Miley for the deep meanings of her songs that they can connect to. (laughs) Where? What song? Show me. (laughs) 
I'm shocked. Has that girl never listened in her life? Ooh. Yeah, I know. So I doubt Mariah even gave that one a response, because who would? Okay, I think if we're deciding teams here, I think... Okay, I see your point about the musical leverage that Mariah has over Ariana Grande, but I also think Ariana Grande was just really inspired by her, and it's not her fault that the comparison was coming in, you know? This is true. I can get behind that. She probably was really excited that people were starting to compare her because Mariah's obviously like the queen, right? What's interesting is I see Mariah's standpoint in feeling insecure. Well, we know. Right? We know the roots of that. She's a little insecure about (laughs) the comparison. So I think I'm neutral on this one too. I'm actually not on either team because none of them lashed out negatively. Yeah. You know what? When it comes to that, I'm with you. The only reason I pick Mariah is because of, I mean, she's just a better all-around It's the music. The music. Everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Every single part of it is better. I don't think Ariana wanted... If anything, she probably would have, like, taken... She would have jumped at the chance to be taken under Mariah's wing. You know what I mean? Like, there's no bad blood there. Yeah, no. I think... And then Mariah's just so far ahead that it's, like, looking down that far, you can't even see things that Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't have to be included, but I'm curious at, like, what point... Ariana came out and like what was going on in Mariah's life at that moment oh okay well I know the answer to that oh do you this was all like during the Nick and Mariah divorce and like all of that stuff going okay. on at the same time Mariah had come out with elusive chanteuse she had too much on her plate there was a lot yeah. it was after American Idol it was she that was makes sense. she was looking a little puffy people were talking about that there was just She's it was little... she was on one of her down moments okay. in her career okay See, this is interesting to me to, like, know what's happening behind the scenes in comparison to what's being represented publicly. That's true. In media. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Well, the way that she responds when she does is, I love it. I mean, like, watch out Madonna. Uh Uh-oh. Those two haven't ever been into each other. (laughs) I see Madonna as, like, a jealous kind of person, so obviously, you know, she was threatened by Mariah's success when she came out. Like, Madonna had... 10 number one singles within 10 years of her career which that's amazing that's nothing to be like that's great but I mean three or four years into Mariah and she was almost caught up you know what I mean so it's a little different Madonna also here tonight did you congratulate her on a new baby no I didn't I didn't see her Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. um and (laughs) Madonna dug into Mariah circa like 1995 pretty much calling her basic she referred to Mariah's music as homogenous which like okay Madonna she doesn't completely like reinvent an image for each album the way you do but it's not like Ariana Grande which again she sings the same fucking song for six years people eat it up people love it so Madonna goes on to say that if she was just singing Mariah's silly pop songs that she would unalive herself that's a little far. What the fuck? And silly where? I really haven't paid attention to Madonna since I was in like seventh or eighth grade and she used to be popular. So I didn't, I didn't hear that. In 2008, the both of them came. Did I say that weird? 2008. 2008. <laughs> That's normal. You said it normal. Is it and eight? 2008. 2000, I, just, I just say 2008. Yeah, why did I add an and 2008. In there? So they both come out with a record the same week. In the year 2008, the year of our Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And so while they're promoting, obviously they're both asked about each other. Yeah, that was really extreme, what Madonna said. Yeah, and Madonna buys into like, yeah, and she buys into media hype. 
about like what other people like look at Lady Gaga that's like a perfect example and comparing Mariah to Madonna is like comparing apples to pizza like nothing to worry about like Lady Gaga was something to worry about you know what I mean that's what I was gonna say they're not even in the same whatever right like I mean no they're not even in the same genre no yeah it's like no wonder Lady Gaga feels reductive So when they were both booked on the Billboard Awards, I think it was 2018, maybe? I think because that's when Caution came out. But Madonna performed with a Maluma hologram, or she was the hologram, and Maluma was... I don't know. It was something like that. They they did something together. But Billboard honored Mariah for being, you know, the queen of music. And it's like, I don't know, the fifth or sixth time they've done this for her. And Madonna was backstage pouting about it on Instagram. (laughs) She was saying nobody ever honors her. Really? Well, they had a giant M on the stage. It was not for Madonna. <laughs> it was for Mariah. That is so petty, though. Okay, well, I think... that's what she does. Oh, wait, but just this yeah. weekend, Mariah was on Twitter. She was doing the, um, like, a Twitter phone or whatever where you, like, have a conference call. Mm-hmm. And she was asked by somebody why she doesn't do a cover of Santa Baby for Christmas because, hello, Marilyn Monroe, Mariah, Santa Baby, it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Her response was, someone else already did that. I thought that was her thing. Madonna did Santa Baby in the 80s. She did? Yeah, and Mariah still won't do it. Interesting. <laughs> so the feud lives on. The feud does live on. I'm Team Mariah. I think in this case I'm Team Mariah too. Madonna just went way too far. She's being a drama queen. She does that. And it's just like such a bitter, like pouty, like immature way of going about it. Well, too. look what she did with Lil Nas. Comparing her kiss with Britney Spears on TV to Lil Nas kissing it's I like, did uh, that. again. I hated that. I hated that. Oranges and oysters, <laughs> yeah. sweetheart. Not the same thing. I think she's, um, clueless. She's clueless. She's not very self aware. And she's, I mean, a lot of artists might fall under this, but she's self absorbed in a way that's like tacky and annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but I still love her. I'm not going to say I don't. She's I... still my second in command. I have, like, very neutral feelings about her in general. I respect her, but, um, industry-wise, but everything I've seen, she just kind of annoys me. Yeah, she's probably a Also, like, her fake person. accent, like, I, I love know. the fake, I, no. well, then we're not going to talk about yeah. what I do. No. I'm fuming. No, it's, like, Dorit-level fake accent. Like, it really is, you're right. <laughs> like, actually embodying it, like, not. You're from Detroit, like, yeah. who, what? Anyways. Well, anyways, so Mariah's been, like, subjected to, like, a lot of jokes about her, you know, her sanity, her weight. I I guess it just comes with the territory for being, like, the most successful, the most gorgeous artist of all time. It happens. (laughs) But um, Sandra Bernhardt, who actually used to be Madonna's, like, BFF. So maybe this is where the animosity started. I don't know. And she was on Roseanne. I loved her on Roseanne as Nancy, the lesbian. That makes sense. Well, yeah, you know. They're not friends anymore. But Roseanne, too. I mean... Oh, yeah. All of that. Wow. Problematic. Huh. Interesting. And Mariah Carey and her crazy ass. (laughs) Honey, if I see that one dive into one more swimming pool and one more video, and now trying to backtrack on our asses, getting real nervous up there at the Royalton Hotel Suite with Puff Daddy and all the greasy chain-wearing black men... Oh, yeah, Daddy. It feels kind of good. I didn't know I'd be so into this moment. Uh Oh, yo, I got a little bit of black in me, too. I didn't tell you that. (laughs) Honey, she better watch herself. With that ex-husband, Tommy Matola, she'll be getting no black dick. He'll be cutting the shit off. 
stop the swimming pool, dive into the ocean, and start swimming to the other side of the world. Butterfly. Now, honey, I'll pull the wings off a butterfly. Give me a moth. Give me a cocoon. See, that's a little different than someone like Kathy Griffin calling her a cuckoo bird or Joan Rivers telling her she gained weight right to her face. Mm -hmm. That's just racism. I know. This one's not cool. Like, especially from, like, a white Jewish woman from New York. Like, she should know better, maybe. I don't know. And there are people laughing at it. Yeah, like, we're automatically just, Team Mariah. Uh, yeah, this is one. a no-brainer. Honey, get some help. We're concerned. <laughs> you were telling me about this, and you were saying they, they did end up making up. Yeah, she, like, ran into her at Sirius Radio when she was promoting something. And they had already made up before that. I guess Sandy had apologized to her privately. Mm-hmm. And so they've moved on. And Mariah was even, like, hesitant to, like, bring it up again. You don't love me. You're so mean, Sandra. And then um, she did a Zoom interview with Naomi Campbell when she was promoting her book. And they talked about it for a little bit. And Naomi was, like, actually pissed about it. And you could tell Mariah's so over it. She was kind of just like, meh, white people. Like, that's her response. Interesting. Like, eh. Okay. So, yeah. Team Mariah, for sure. Yeah. Around the same time as Sandra's comment, like, 1997, maybe, Cameron Diaz was dating Matt Dillon. They had co-starred in Something About Mary. Love that movie. Matt had made a public comment about having a crush on Mariah. Oh. Who didn't? His his girl Cam, Cam Cam didn't like it, and she was annoyed. And so when the opportunity, like, presented itself, she said that it would be torture to be tied up and forced to listen to Mariah's music on repeat. Oh my gosh, another, like, super dramatic and, and wow. Yeah, and not to bring up kinks again, but that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> we talked oh, a few weeks ago about your niche, niche porn. God. <laughs> yeah, always be my baby. Well, anyway, Mariah got wind of that and she did not like it very much. And the story is that they were eating in the same restaurant in New York. Mariah had a few tequila shots. Which I don't feel like that's normal for her. I feel like she's more of a champagne and wine girl. Yeah. Anyways, though, she was on the tequila, and Mama was feeling invincible. She walked right over to Cameron and told her to put her money where her mouth is. She said that Cameron backed down and told her she was misquoted. I'm... Okay, this one was so weird to me. Like, their paths crossing is... Uh, I just... It doesn't feel natural. It's just, like, the two worlds collide. Yeah. Like... I don't know. I'm not buying that she was misquoted. I think she said it, and then her tail was between her legs. Probably. <laughs> I'm obviously Team Mariah for this one. I would love to see her pull Cameron Diaz out of a restaurant by that little blonde bob. <laughs> yeah, I'm Team Mariah, too. Again, just, like, such a hateful comment, and I, I think it's... I don't know, because her boyfriend publicly, you know, made a comment about liking someone physically that looks her. absolutely nothing like her. That's a good point. And in a completely different industry, different talents, and I just don't get why people say stuff publicly like that all the time. I know. That's kitchen table talk. You tell your friends. Yeah. Or your podcast. Oh, yeah. We, we're we're kind of doing that. <laughs> well, that's okay. We're nobodies. Yeah. Whatever. You know, speaking of nobodies, though, I mean, she, I shouldn't say that. Maybe we'll cut that. We'll, we'll, we won't use that. In the beginning of Christina Aguilera's career, we'll start there. In the beginning of Christina Aguilera's career, she literally talked about how much she loved Mariah. She was an original Lammy. You know how they say sometimes you shouldn't meet your heroes? Well, someone should have told Christina that because fast forward like five years and Christina tells, I don't remember what magazine, but it was a printed interview. She said that Mariah was never cool to her. Christina Aguilera? Darling, don't have me start <laughs> wagging on people. That's not 
She tells a story of an incident at a party where Mariah was mean to her and said it was around the time she had that breakdown, so she might have been very medicated. Ooh. Yeah. So in response, Mariah released the following statement to Access Hollywood. What a place to release a statement to, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, the statement is, I had hoped that Christina was in a better place now than the last time I saw her when she showed up uninvited to one of my parties and displayed questionable behavior. It is sad yet predictable that she would use my name at this time to reinvent past incidents for her promotional gain. It is in my heart to forgive, and I will keep her in my prayers. Ooh. (laughs) I know. I have questions. When she says a better place, is that like death? Like, he's in a better place now. <laughs> Fuck. You know when you die and you go to a better place? Yeah. Mariah just... Not, that's not what she meant. I think she no. wants her to die. No. No, she doesn't. But that know. statement does cut deep. Like, that was a really good way of turning it around, making her not a credible source. It's the promise to keep her in her prayers, though, that really Ooh, buttons yes. it. Her team. Wow. Yeah, they they got some words on them. Okay, so team... Team Mimi. I think Team Mariah, because she went to the press first with an insensitive comment, and Mariah was forced to retaliate. Yeah, and she... Yeah, exactly. And she retaliated very... Professionally. Yeah. Very classy. We like it. Okay. Team Mariah. Team Mariah. Mariah's winning these. (sighs) Oh, Mariah. So the year is 2010. 2010? 2010. Whatever. Mariah has Nikki Minaj. Miss Minaj. Mirage feature on the Up Out My Face remix. They filmed a really cute music video. Nikki was practically like not known. I think the only other song that I had heard Nikki on was a Jeffree Star song. Wow, what I a know, time. I know. And the video is so cute. They're dressed like nurses. They're wrapped like in a Barbie doll box, you know, and they bust through the mm. plastic. It's cute. Mariah's wearing some weird wig though like blonde with bangs I don't know it's good though I like it apparently Mariah was actually supposed to be on a Nikki song too like for her Pink Friday but it never it never happened but Nikki tweeted about it she's an icon I loved her since I was little like vision of love like someday you know like I loved every Mariah song like I was really one of them girls in the mirror singing her songs with my mother so now we're gonna fast forward to 2012 and Mariah lands her American Idol gig she's the highest paid judge on any of those like competition shows something like 20 million dollars for a season really are you kidding like that's insane wow so original og randy my dog jackson uh he was coming back for that season and he's actually mariah's friend like they go way 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 back he was the bass player on the mtv unplugged really yeah he's like been in her live band i like that full circle moment i know right how cute and that's what she said when he like started getting famous for the show she's like that's Randy. That's <laughs> my what? Randy. Yeah. They also had a they also had a country guy like Toby Keith or Keith Urban or Alan Jackson. I don't remember which, but one of those. And she agreed to do the show because she thought she was going to be the Paula Abdul. The the woman. The woman, okay. but you know, less pills than Paula. Not no pills, mm. but just less. We don't want her falling asleep. There were several times that Paula Abdul was just like uh, <gasps> nodding out. So did you, side note, did you know that she claims to be in a plane crash that nearly killed her? There is no record of this plane crash. Paula Abdul. Really? Yeah. Ooh, I need to know more about this. Me too, that's but that's all I know. All I know is that she said it happened, the plane almost crashed, da, 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 she almost died. No record of it. Yeah. It's the pills. <laughs> Back to American Idol. Before the show, obviously, 
you know, started filming, bam, we get this announcement that Nicki Minaj is the fourth judge. Mariah found out with the rest of us, so she's pissed, you know what I mean? And then when they started filming the season, news outlets started to report that there was drama on the set during, like, the auditions because the producers were leaking stories trying to, like, get momentum going Uh for this. So once the show aired, we started to see a lot of, like, back and forth, a lot of little comments, like, from both sides. Your range is better than Mariah's. Do you know her range is the best range in the world? Did you know that you were singing in front of the best range in the world? And then there was one scuffle in particular that really did it, right in front of some poor little blonde white girl. Of course, TMZ had the video footage. I wonder how they got that. So what we hear in the video is Nikki says... Every time you take a shot at me, I'm going to take it back. So if you got a problem, handle it. And then she says that she's not going to put up with her fucking highness no more. To which Mariah replies, Why? Why do I have a three-year-old sitting around me? (laughs) (laughs) And Nikki says, I'm not sitting here every fucking minute to have you come down and harass me every day. And before Mariah gets up out of her chair to leave, she says, I can't see my kids because you decided to have a little raging fit. Oh my gosh. Well, so what happened after the video is allegedly Nikki was heard saying that if she had a gun, she would shoot Mariah. Now, after hearing her scream off with her head or whatever the fuck she said like four times in that video, I would have just laughed at somebody saying they're going to shoot me. I don't know. But right. she, she went on Twitter and was all loop-de-loop defending herself, saying it never happened. And it's not like it was caught on camera when the rest of the argument was. So it was probably... Just a lie told to Mariah by a producer, like, oh, I heard her say she's going to shoot you to just, you know, start more drama, more, more problems. And now Mariah did two things. Mariah beefed up her security on American Idol's dime, I'm sure. You know, they were probably paying for it. And then she did a press tour about it. Barbara Walters was super invested in this feud and she talked about it on The View. She had Mariah on a one-on-one sit down. Are you the bitch she's singing about? Well, whose side are we on for this one? Okay, you might not like my opinion, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm actually a little neutral. I do think um, Nif- Nicki Minaj obviously went too far if she did, in fact, say she would physically harm Mariah. But I think this one was fabricated mostly by production to get views and press to increase. I don't actually think they would have been at each other's throats as much if people behind the scenes were egging it on. You know how that works with reality shows. So the reality producers were probably in their ears kind of pointing fingers at the other. And then it fueled it publicly. And just the fact that they hired her after saying... They probably knew that would set her off. So then that aggression was there in the first place. And then if you put two big personalities together, it's really hard for it to work in any circumstance, let alone two of like two of the really big stars. Well, I'm Team Mariah still anyway because Nikki should know not to speak to her like that. She's the queen. Like, I don't care if Mariah spit wine in my face and called me a faggot. I'm not barking back. I'm going to sit there and take her harassment or whatever. I think this is a difference of personalities. That's what that's, that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. And well, some, like, setups to have a little bit of drama. Well, I hope she learned her lesson that, you know, don't get loud on Mimi. I think this last one is literally historic. I It will be remembered for years and years to come. After we are all long gone, the story of this battle will live on. <laughs> it's a 21st century Joan Crawford and Benny Davis or Jesus and the Romans. 
Wow. Mariah was working her ass off. She worked her ass off, Jeff. That's a Paul Abdul. She had a show on E! And she lost... She had... Okay. She had a show on E! Like a reality show. Mm -hmm. She had got a job doing the choreography for the Bratz movie, which I don't understand how you can choreograph a cartoon. That's besides the point. It doesn't matter. She lost the job, and her assistant, Jeff, had to deliver the news, and her response was that she works her ass off, Jeff! <gasps> Anyways. How do, you, how do you lose a job doing choreography for a cartoon? <laughs> it's the pills. Fuck. Well, okay. Anyways, Mariah was working her ass off, Jeff. At a new album, at a new company. This is circa 2000. This is right after she had split with Columbia. She was finally freed from her ex-husband's grasp on her professional independence, and he snuck in one final time and stole the sample that Mariah had already cleared for her single. It's called Firecracker. This song had never been requested for sampling until Mariah, and this is from the 70s. So three whole weeks after Mariah requests it, he snatched it right up from under her nose, paid a few people to write a little ditty over it, and released it faster than you can say, Mariah, you're on fire! And she had to scramble to find a new sample to use because she had already filmed the movie with the song in it. And he didn't stop there. Oh, no, no, no. He found out who Mariah had been working with, which happened to be Ja Rule, and got him to do the remix of the song that he stole. He wanted it sung in the same way that Jeffrey had done for Mariah. That's his legal name, Ja. But anyways, those were literally the instructions. Irv Gotti, the producer of the song, confirmed it. I know this seems like beef between Tommy and Mariah, and we can talk about Tommy another time. But I mean, you really can't help but secondhand hate on J-Lo for this, too, because especially, she's barely a singer. She was an actress until she played a singer in a movie. And then all of a sudden, she's a singer, too, because she was dating Diddy or Puffy at the time. She doesn't even sing her own songs. Thank you, Christina Milian and Ashanti. Mariah even said that if she had the luxury of not having to sing her own songs, then maybe she'd be able to get a decent night's sleep. This one's complicated. I don't think she has anything to do with me. I mean, my whole thing is singing, writing She's songs. Yeah, and, you know, I've been doing this, you know, my whole life. Singing is, the, is first and foremost. It's a God-given talent that I'm grateful for. Her thing is something different. Wow. Everyone on this planet, and probably even some on the next closest planet with intelligent life, they know about what Mariah said in 2003 when asked about J-Lo. Mm -hmm. She had just finished gushing over Beyonce and then gave a quick, I don't know her, in response to J-Lo. <laughs> and there you have it. Mariah created the internet's first meme. I don't know the woman. Is that why you're wearing that shirt today? You know what? I didn't even mean to wear this shirt. <laughs> I literally pulled it out and it's so fitting. It's appropriate. It's a Mariah flipping her hair, and it says, I don't know her. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> well, okay, so back to Jennifer. Mariah holds this grudge to this day, as she should. The Mariah's World era, like 2016, 17, she was bombarded with I don't know her shit. Like, Instagram and everyone really wore it out. Like, this shirt is probably from then. When somebody asked her what she thought of people using the phrase after all those years, she said... I still don't know her. And it started all over again. Wendy tried to get in on it, too, when she had J-Lo on her show. And J-Lo acknowledged it and said that Mariah must be forgetful. Because apparently they have met several times. Which is contradictory to what she said to Andy Cohen. When she was on Watch What Happens Live, she said they didn't know each other. And obviously when Mariah was on, Andy had to ask her the same thing. And Mariah said she was indeed forgetful. And... Is this one a no-brainer or what? We're Team Mariah? 
Yeah, Team Raya for sure. I think um, it's hard to not know when you are ripping someone off actively. like Especially, especially if you're not involved in the creative process. Yeah. I think Jayla was in the wrong, but she also... She could have stood up. That's the other part. Like, if for some reason she wasn't a part of the decision-making process, she could have stood up, apologized, and made it right after, and she decided not to do that at any point. So 20 years later it's been, and she still hasn't. That's kind of where it stems from. And Mariah's rightfully really... Like, she's... It, it makes sense that she'd be so upset. Like, they basically stole a creative freedom from her, and it could have been something really big if it was hers. But yeah, and they it, tried to ruin her career with it. Yeah. Like, that was the goal, to ruin her career. That's so And Jayla up. was part of that. Whether directly or indirectly, she was still a part of this system to take her down. And that's because Tommy probably had it out for her. Yeah. Because of personal reasons. 100%. But yeah, it's fucked up. Yep. But she still allowed herself to be a pawn. <laughs> and for that, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. That's all the fights that I want to talk about today. I'm sweating. I'm ready to fight myself. <laughs> to fight this heat with some goddamn air conditioner, <laughs> even though it's already on. Yeah, not really feeling it, though. Um, you know what I am feeling is this perfume. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, the ribbon came. It literally came again. Here we go. This is the second time the this timing. has happened. It came right when you left. You got the notification. I was like, um... <laughs> We're going to have to keep the show rolling here because we're we're not going to wait for this one. (laughs) It smells really good. Um, It's a really small little bottle, pink and blue. Well, pink bottle, blue cap. It smells so fresh like summer. I like it. It's the blue ring pop flavor, and this little tiny bottle was the same price of the three-ounce bottles. Yeah. (laughs) This is a half ounce. Whatever. Your collection has grown, so. It does look cute on the shelf. Yeah. Thanks for sharing all these feuds with me. Oh, I know. I hope you uh, appreciate Mariah's boxing abilities. <laughs> I've been boxing lately. Oh, I that's know. What I thought you were saying it. Yeah, that's how oh, okay. I was doing. Um, I'm surprisingly team Mariah for the most part. I try to be a double advocate, but you got to admit, Mariah's been in the middle of a lot of stuff that's not really her fault. So. Yeah, she's not problematic at all. Yeah, she she tries to deflect things. But that doesn't mean that she won't poke fun at them, which I can understand. That's why she wanted to carry a shield and deflect bullets in that Will Ferrell movie. (laughs) She's Supergirl. So many things are full circle. It's all happening. (laughs) Well, I guess come back next week, you guys, and we'll talk about people that love Mariah. How about that? We'll change it up. Yeah, I like that contrast. We'll talk about the men who love Mariah in specific. You know. Just men? Maybe a couple ladies. Well, until next week, that's it. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you much. All right. Talk to you soon. I'll be checking in again.